I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and one. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Another installment of 2023 will be a big year four, and we're going to have a look at a player from the Canterbury Bulldogs. Now, a number of guys that we could talk about here. Uh, Tavita Pangai Jr., for example, it feels like every year is sort of a big year for TBJ. Is this the year he's going to turn it around? Is this the year that he has to turn it around or his club lets him go? Uh, we sort of have these every few years with Tavita. I'm not sure. I, I've shown in the past that I have no fucking idea how to predict what's going to happen with Tavita, but he is one that you could talk about. Viliami Kikau, he lives, he leaves a two-time premiership winning side after three grand finals in a row, and last year developing into one of the most dangerous edge players in rugby league. He added a number of strings to his bow and was sensational. I love that signing uh, from the Canterbury Bulldogs. I think that Kikau is a fantastic get, and I can't wait to see how he goes in another system. Uh, the last few days have also, well, reportedly they've signed Stephen Crichton. Uh, I would say that is close to official. Uh, the Canterbury Bulldogs haven't announced it yet, so we will wait till that until we do a podcast or anything on it. But it sounds like Critter will be arriving there next year, which is super exciting. They've also got Reid Marnie arriving there next year. Now, we spoke about Josh Hodgson a little bit earlier today. If you haven't listened to that podcast, go and have a look at, go and have a listen to that, sorry. Uh, he arrives at the Parramatta Eels after they made it to the grand final last year. Reid Marnie departs and he arrives at the Canterbury Bulldogs. What we said about Reid Marnie last, uh, in the last episode uh, is that he has one of the best passes we've ever seen, in my opinion. Without a doubt, the best pass in rugby league right now. And I think you really got to see last season the big winners off the back of that were Mitch Moses and Dill Brown. Uh, and they were fantastic. And quite often, as I said in the earlier episode, you see Reid Marnie with his pass. He can normally beat one or two defenders. That is how good his pillars out of dummy half and for me 
The big winner out of that uh, will be Matty Burton, and he's the guy we're going to talk about in a minute uh, as our main focus of this podcast. The other one in this side, too, is Kyle Flanagan, of course. Uh, Flano, he's copped a lot of shit over the years. Uh, do I think you can win a premiership with him? I'm probably skeptical if you can win a comp with him, but I think he can be super relevant with Flano, and when you do when you do give a little at halfback, uh, it allows you to spend big elsewhere, and you know that's what the Canterbury Bulldogs have done. When they run out next year, if Kyle Flanagan is still the seven, they're going to have a star at nine in Reid Marnie. They're going to have a superstar at six in Matt Burton and a superstar at fullback in Stephen Crichton if that contract does go through. So as much as, you know, you, you want to have a premier halfback all the time and you want to be able to win a comp with your halfback and whatnot, uh, I think that there is ways around it. We always have a look at the Brisbane Broncos of 2006. Obviously, their halfback hadn't played a heap of rugby league, wasn't overly experienced, wasn't overly favoured by many rugby league people. They also moved a centre Sean Berrigan to hooker that year uh, went on to win a comp they also played Justin Hodges at fullback who traditionally had been a centre all of his career uh, and that was only a couple of years after Lockyer had moved to 5'8 so when you have a look at that spine uh, that they won it with I would argue, and, and I, I know it's easy to say in hindsight, but I would say that you know the Canterbury Bulldogs spine for next year, uh, when you include Kyle Flanagan in it, is probably better than the spine the Broncos won with then at that point when Sean Berrigan had just moved to hooker. He'd been a centre up until that point. When Justin Hodges got moved uh, to fullback three or four weeks before that, and Darren Lockie was still moving his way into the 5'8 role. So whilst I think Canterbury could do better than Flano, in order to do better than Flano and get a get a halfback that you can win a comp with, you're going to have to spend you know another 800, 900k, which I'm assuming you probably don't have. So you've got to give somewhere in your team. You've got an all-star forward pack. Your spine is fucking unreal outside a halfback. You got young strike uh, in the centres, and you've got one of the best wingers in rugby league, Josh Adokar, and you've got one of the most underrated wingers in rugby league in Kiraz as well. So Canterbury, as much as you don't have a star halfback that you think you need to win a comp, you've got to everything else. You can make it work with Flano, in my opinion. But Matt Burton, he's a guy I really want to talk about in this episode. Now, as we said, he gets Reed Marnie this year. I said before Reed Marnie, his pass is fucking superb. It is the best in the NRL. The big winners of that last year were Mitch Moses and Dill Brown. I can see Matt Burton. I can see him absolutely exploding in 2023. I think you saw when he went to the Origin Arena, well and truly hand- handed himself there. That was a fantastic experience for him. I think you saw him come back to the Canterbury Bulldogs, despite, despite playing centre in that game and whatnot. Came back to the Canterbury Bulldogs with a complete new sense of confidence. Got in a stink there as well, which is what we absolutely love about Birdo. He's got a bit of shit in his game, which is great to see. Some of the great halves of all time have, though. That's the reality of it. Some of the great halves of the Canterbury Bulldogs of all time have had it as well. And that's sort of what the Canterbury Bulldogs have always been about, that dogs of war sort of approach. When it wasn't just your forward pack that was tough, your halves, your, your Turvey Mortimers, your Brent Sherwins, these sort of guys, they were tough as fucking nails. Yeah, You even go back to a couple of years ago when they were in grand finals. Trent Hodgkinson, very tough. Josh Reynolds, very fucking tough, hard on the sleeve. Leave, not, not not afraid to get into a stink, etc. So I real I think that Matt Burton really is a perfect fit for the Canterbury Bulldogs. They've re-signed him reportedly for a number of years. I don't think it's reportedly. I think it has been confirmed by Canterbury. So that is sensational. And when I have a look, obviously. 
He's going to be getting great service from Reed Marnie, which is fantastic. Really, really excited to see how that impacts his, his game. As I said, Reed Marnie can beat two defenders with his pass. The thing that I love about Birdo heading into next this season is that he's going to have Viliami kick out on his outside. He's also going to have, going to have Josh Adokar there. So as far as real estate goes, Matt Burton, he couldn't really be in too many better spots. Uh, we obviously know the Penrith Panthers last year, the, the years their left edge has been fantastic. And for part of that run on that left edge, Matt Burton was at left center. He won Dallium Center of the Year. He's won in now at 5'8", so he's controlling that side. But you sort of saw Birdo when he was playing on the left edge for the Penrith Panthers uh, that he was playing a bit of a second 5'8 sort of role. It's what I've been talking about with this Panther side for a number of years. Um, you know, obviously Matt Burton played that role. He left. Then Viliami Kikau sort of shifted into that role. I think you'll see Isaac Tungo and Jerome Luai take a lot more responsibility at the Panthers this year. But obviously when Matt Burton was playing left center there, a guy that was in the building at uh, the Penrith Panthers was Cameron Sorrell who is the new coach. So I'm really looking forward to seeing how that left edge goes. Obviously, he's worked with Viliami Kikau. He's worked with Matt Burton over the years. So I'm very, very keen to see what they produce on that edge. The center spot, who's it going to be, remains to be seen at the moment. They could go with Alamotti, a skeleton. Rumors circulating that uh, Perham is going to play fullback, so you might end up with a Jake Avrillo there. Any of those guys, I think, can fit onto that edge really well. You might go with a Braden Burns as well. Plenty of options. But with Kikau, on his outside, whoever that centre might be, and Josh Adokar, Kikau and Burton, um, I think that combination can be lethal. We already know the lethal combo between Burton and Josh Adokar. We saw it at the World Cup as well. Um, And that's my other point, World Cup. Now... We spoke about this in a podcast the other day when talking about Nathan Cleary. You have a look through the history uh, of World Cups and whatnot. You quite often get a number of young guys that go on these World Cups that um, they might be smokies or they might sort of be part of the emus. They're not really part of the kangaroos side, but they've impressed early. And normally coaches and selectors can see a kid that can improve very quickly if given the opportunity to tour with the kangaroos and spend that time with other players. Matt Burton is one of those guys. Obviously, he's very versatile, so he's handy for the kangaroos to have, but I'm really expecting him to come back with a newfound confidence. When you go on these World Cup tours, I've spoken to players about it, World Cup tours, extended rep camps, you spend six to six to eight weeks, whatever it might be, with the greatest players in the game, just you know, being an absolute sponge around them, seeing what they do in their training sessions, what they do in their own sessions, you know, outside of the team training, how they do their rehab, how they, you know, what they eat, how they how they stretch. Well, you know, there's so many little things that we don't see as fans from the couch when watching the TV that happens on a Monday to Friday that means so much when you run out there Friday night, Sunday afternoon, whatever it might be. And I just think Birdo, he would have picked up a lot from being uh, overseas and spending time with you know, guys like your Cam Munsters, you know, spending more time with Nathan Cleary the year that he's been away. What else has Nath added to his game? Daly Cherry Evans, he's a guy that's been a halfback in our competition for a very long time now, 12, 13 years, whatever it might be. Played in a heap of big rep games, won grand finals, lost grand finals. He's done it all, Daly Cherry Evans. So to have time to spend with him, sensational. You know, other guys in the coaching staff, your Mal Meningas, these sort of guys, to be able to spend time with them outside of the Canterbury Bulldogs system and just picking their brain and being a sponge, I'm sure he's going to come back uh, in in 2023 and be a very fucking big handful. He's going to be goal-kicking as well, so he takes on that pressure as well, which I love, and I think Birdo loves that as well. Um, getting those clean passes from Reed Marnie, having Kikau and Fox outside him on one of the most dangerous edges in rugby league, coming back from a World Cup with a heap of 
confidence. There is pressure on Canterbury this year. There is no doubt about it. A lot of changes. Kikau, Reed, um, Seraldo arrives. So it makes it very tough. But I, I think that it could start slow for Canterbury. But I think once they get into their groove, hopefully they can get into their groove by the time Origin arrives. And hopefully Matt Burton can be playing his best footy. Because then I genuinely do think the Canterbury Bulldogs, they can trouble a lot, a lot of sides in 2023. Do I think they can win a comp? No, I don't. Do I have them in my top eight at the moment? No, I don't. I've got them in sort of that ninth and tenth sort of category just because I think the top eight teams from last year were so fucking impressive. But if Matt Burton can play his absolute best footy in 2023 and gel with these other guys and this left edge can be really humming, I mean, people that make an argument for me that they will make the top eight, it is hard to argue against you. Yeah, I'm more than happy to give you that. I think they'll be very, very close to a top eight side, but I'm just not convinced just yet. But Matt Burton, a big year from him. Coming back from that World Cup, taking on a lot more responsibility, getting the coach from Penrith, Cameron Seraldo, adding Viliami Kikau. I'm not sure if there's anyone you would rather add on your edge realistically. You've already got one of the best wingers in rugby league that you can seemingly pull tries out of absolutely fucking nowhere for. So adding Viliami Kikau is going to be massive and also bringing in what I think will be a younger centre. Maybe it will be Avrilo or Braden Burns, but I'm hoping it's Alamotti or Skelton because I really want to see how Matt, Matt Burton goes with bringing in a young guy into the system, how he eases them in, how he takes takes care of them, et cetera, et cetera. I do think Matt Burton, he's got sort of his, – his story so far is very Brad Fittler-esque. You think about it, he arrived at the Panthers, won a comp very early in his career. Um, obviously, M Centre of the Year, similar to what Freddie did in the very early parts of his career. Left the Penrith Panthers, went to a new club. At that new club was Phil Gould. Obviously, Phil Gould's at the Canterbury Bulldogs now. So, moved from centre in one two five eight. Uh, very, very talented guy. Is a guy that we look at when it comes to New South Wales. We can pick him at centre, 5'8", whatever it might be. Freddie was very similar. Freddie was further along in his career. Freddie got a very early taste of the Kangaroos, as has Matt Burton as well. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Freddie was able to play centre 5-8 for the Kangaroos, same as Matt Burton. So I'm not saying Matt Burton's going to be like Freddie. Don't get me wrong. I wouldn't dare disrespect Freddie like that. But you can see the little similarities and you can see... As much as they're not the same sort of body shape, the way that they play the kicking game, the way that guys just fall off them, the way that Burton can beat you in a number of ways, he's the sort of guy that he can step around you, he can kick over you, he can pass around you, or, you know, he's just such a big body that he can just run the fuck over the top of you if he wants. He is a little bit of a different body shape too, Brad Fittler. Uh, he sort of reminds me a little bit more of... Um, was it uh, Larkham that they used to play for the Wallabies? Sort of that longer, taller, uh, lankier sort of body. But I sort of like that in my halves now, to be honest with you. The more junior footy I watch, the more guys that are body shaped like that, that I, I just like to look at them. So Matt Burton, he's got a huge future ahead of him. But I do think that 2022 was the year he arrived at Canterbury and Canterbury didn't have their shit together. They didn't know who was... They, they, they had the wrong halfback for the first half of the season. They fucked around with everything they... 
you know, it, it just wasn't – they lost their coach during the year. It was just a bit of a basket case. This year, he arrives with his full-strength forward pack. Another year under the belt as a Canterbury Bulldog. He's now a kangaroo. He gets a full preseason. He gets Reid Marnie, the best service in rugby league, without doubt. Jeremy Marshall-King was fantastic last year, and I think that Reid's got uh, pretty big shoes to fill. I think he's got underrated shoes to fill. But as far as delivering that pass and getting Matt Burton on the front foot, which is where he needs to be, there was no one I would rather have at hooker in the modern game outside, uh, other than Reid Marnie. He is tremendous at it. So Matty Burton, I think he is in for a big year. I've got him in my Supercoach Classic team at the moment. We spoke about him uh, with Timmy Williams the other day. I think I convinced him to put him into his team as well. So Matt Burton, he's a guy that I think 2023 can be a huge year for. Hopefully the Canterbury Bulldogs do improve. I think they're a team that we all want to see improve. I think rugby league is better when the Canterbury Bulldogs are going good. They're one of those sides like Newcastle, Brisbane, etc. that when rugby league's going good, the Canterbury Bulldogs are going good. The Dogs of War, they're coming back, and they're going to be led by this guy, Matty Burton, who has got a huge future ahead of him, and hopefully 2023 is the year that it all really starts to click into gear. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.